Thomas Ken said in a sad way, Thomas, I'm afraid I have some bad news. He proceeded to explain about the scans that showed this and the tests that showed that. And with each sentence, my expression must have begun to landslide. He then paused, and everyone who knew him could imagine this. He fixed his mouth in his famous, toothless, mischievous grin. And then he said, Well now, don't you go and be the one that looks upset. I'm the one with cancer. <laughs> we laughed, and then he gently offered to write me a note to comfort me. I thought he was kidding. And the next day, I received it. Dear Thomas, he wrote, I am so sorry my cancer diagnosis so darkened your day. And you know what? He meant it. Because God created Ken to care for others. During his sickness, when he could no longer go and visit people or see his friends, he would write them notes. When he could no longer write notes, he would call them. And when he could no longer call them, he would beckon me close to his bedside and have me lean in and whisper into my ear, so how is so-and-so? Because Ken was a genius at friendship. He was kind, warm, and generous. The type of person who never met strangers. And one could say that all these positive qualities would almost have been too much if it wasn't for his absolutely wicked sense of humor. I can't tell you how many conversations would suddenly be flipped on their head by an absolutely hilarious observation, or perhaps a joke that gradually I realized that the punchline was, in fact, me. <laughs> he was always looking for ways to help, to serve, and then to laugh. And he never tired talking about his family, his daughter, his grandchildren. He spent hours and hours and hours showing me picture after picture after picture after picture of his great-grandchildren. And I realized quickly I was required to comment positively on each picture, every single one. And then there's the love between Ken and Fred. And that's just it. You can't describe it. But it was obvious and the flawless interplay between them. Usually a ridiculous suggestion, followed by a very pragmatic response, then an operatic sigh that would leave them both grinning, the satisfied grin of all people who really can't believe how lucky they are to have found out what partner really means. In our scripture today, 
we hear the famous line, I consider that all the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. And we all know health-wise, Ken suffered quite a lot throughout his life. But in his suffering, he revealed more than ever he was one of God's children because his light never dimmed. His faith never wavered, and his care for others never faltered. Liturgies like this often provide a time to contemplate our own lives, to consider how we live, who we love, and why we hope. They're a chance to honor the faithful departed but also to honor all those who precede us and have merged with a mysterious love beyond. Scripture tells us that creation waits for us with eager longing. And this is not something we can know. It's something we feel. Because our rational brains know that Ken's physical body is no longer with us. But each person that loved him can still feel his presence in our midst. My brothers and sisters, eternal life is not an equation. It's a feeling of being drawn ever toward God. It's not a series of clever dogmas or complicated theologies. It's not something we learn. It's something that God implanted in our hearts to help the faithful understand as we walk toward eternity. It's like the second after music ceases, like after the Brahms Requiem, and we sit there in the silence as our souls pant for more. The afterlife is like a lot of things. It's a mystery we can't explain. And unfortunately, no words I have found can adequately describe the feeling of eternally dissolving into God's love. However, if there are words, trust me, Ken will find them out. Then he will write them down and send them to us in a note. Amen.